Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode number 28, and it is a month recap of my time so far in the Czech Republic. Um, Somehow I've survived. I've made it this first month out. A lot of it has to uh, do with my amazing co-host, my good buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared? He's only lost three fingers and one (laughs) leg, but he's still alive. As they say in Monty right. Python, uh, it's but a flesh wound. Totally a flesh wound. <laughs> Come on, give me your best shot. Um, <laughs> follow, <laughs> uh, give us, uh, please, uh, give us your best shot on Twitter. Follow us. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. I tried to figure out if I could see if I could make that work. That kind of works. No. Just follow us on Twitter. Just as long as they're not roasting us like Wendy's has been. <laughs> you Their know what? Twitter That's actually crazy, that. Man. That should be uh, a. Social media tech uh, technique that that I, I use, just go back and forth against Wendy's. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. Uh, Wendy's versus the Untranslatable Podcast coming at you. That would be great. We'll definitely have some flesh wounds though if we go at Wendy's. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> well, in case we do want to um, get at Wendy's, uh, where can Wendy's find yeah, us, Jared? Uh, you you can find us on Twitter. Uh, going at Wendy's, untranslatable one, the number one. You can follow you can follow us on Insta on Instagram, where we'll also be going after Wendy's, untranslatable podcast. <laughs> oh, or you can email us the untranslatable podcast at gmail.com and tell us your tactics for getting at Wendy's, or other fun language related untranslatables, travel related untranslatables, tips, te- techniques, but mostly how can we take down Wendy's. Oh no! Ever since they we're digging, we're, ever since they we're changed, digging our proverbial social media grave. Ever right since now, they Jared. changed their fries, Wendy's just hasn't been the same. They think they think they're uh, they're cool now. Did they change their fries? Uh, yeah, like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah, they did. Remember when they started like advertising that um, they used sea salt, like it was some sort of revelation. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. That, yeah, they changed the fries then. That's where they snuck it in there. Like, look at these whole brand new fries. Right. See, though, for me, my, my fast food game has obviously been off since I've, you know, now been in Europe for a month. And I haven't eaten any American fast food in the Czech Republic. Well, okay, I, I went once with my buddy Jeff, who was a guest on our show. But that's but that Jeff's was because fault. Now that Jeff isn't here, we can just blame it on him. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff. <laughs> um but yeah yeah i to be honest with you i could i probably haven't i couldn't tell you the last time i've been to a wendy's it's been years like literally years but um i still remember being angry about that fry switch over (laughs) (laughs) still salty pun incredibly intended (laughs) oh man you want to hear about some other beef going on in my life oh hell yeah so i um the other day i was going to work and I walk out to my car and I look and I see that my door is, you know, closed, but not fully closed. Uh-huh. And I'm like, huh, I did not leave my door like that. And uh, and so I uh, get in my car like normal. And I look and I notice I was like, huh, where's my sunglasses? And I look and I uh, <laughs> look behind me and I was like, where's my rain jacket? And then I uh, look and I was like, yeah, they got my iPod Touch from 2010 too. Someone broke into my oh, car. No. And that's Damn. and by the way, that's all they stole were my literally five no six year old prescription sunglasses, 
probably 10-year-old iPod Touch and a rain jacket. That's mm. actually pretty new, but it's not that nice. It's uh but um and and there was and and um oh, and also my hood was like open, but they never opened it. So I was like, "Oh god, please tell me my my engine's there or something." Right. Uh but the, I I think may, I think they just pulled it to see if some, maybe some sort of secret compartment would open in my car. But it was just like the um Almost, it seemed like also just like the laziest of of, of break-ins. And also, apparently, I came home yesterday and I uh, ran into my neighbor and, and uh, I mentioned to him that someone broke into my car the other day and he said the same thing happened to him. And they left his sunglasses, which were also prescription sunglasses, but took hmm. something else. I don't remember what they took. Um, oh, also, he took a, there was a lighter in my car that they took, too. I was like, I mean, that was 99 cents. Okay, that's a weird were those like those brown sunglasses you had? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember those from back in the day. And I'll be honest with you. I wasn't even, it was weird because I was never really even mad. I was just like, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of deserve that. <laughs> I don't know. Why did you leave your car on Pro- I mean, probably because this clearly this, this uh, thief wasn't putting too much effort in. So I could say maybe probably like it happened. Oh, you know what else I'll know. I'll tell you. I noticed before I even noticed, uh, Someone had broken into my car. So this is actually Friday that I walked out to my car because now I remember because I um, garbage day is Friday and I taken out my trash Thursday night and I have two, I have a back door and a front door and I taken out through the back door and then gone into the uh, front door. Um, and um, I had walked out the next morning to go to work and I'd realized I forgot to lock my my door because I'd come in through a different door than I had take like because I ah, I take my trash okay. around the house. And so I came right. and I forgot to lock my back door. And I was like, I should be thanking this guy that they only took three, or a girl, or whoever it is, that they only took three things out of my car rather than came into my uh, house, which apparently I also left open. Uh, right. By the way, uh, I, I'm, now, I'm, now I realize I'm just living this haphazard lifestyle that uh, I, I need to. But every now and again, I think I do forget to lock my, uh, my car. Maybe. Well, probably. And maybe okay. that was one of the times. I've actually, when I lived in my old place in... Um, in Philly, I moved to this place, which is literally like five minutes down the street. But I moved to this place like uh, a little over a year ago at this point. And in my old place, one Saturday night or something, my my I was like on the sixth floor and it overlooked a parking lot. And I saw um, a dude like walking up to doors, just pulling out handles, seeing if the cars were open. And like that was the right. first and only time I called 911. And you know, okay. nothing happened. The police officer came long after the dude had already left. But um, right. Obviously. Uh, yeah. So, that was a bummer. But it, I was, it, I, I got over it quickly. I was surprised how not angry I was. <laughs> Did you have some good music on your old iPod Touch? Uh, nothing that's not on my computer. Okay. But um, that's always good. It, it was just, and I never really even use that iPod. It's just, I since I never use it, I have like my car, uh, which is this was such short 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 sightedness on on like that company's a. Uh, a thought, but it comes with this connector for like mm-hmm. that specific generation of um, of iPod. You were, you know you right. know that old school big uh, plug, and I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, that was uh-huh. real good thinking. Uh, like they, we think that that's the only plug that someone wants uh, in their car. Like that's right. ridiculous. But anyway, um, so I just leave yeah, it. it would make more sense to just have a standard USB right outlet so right. you could plug. And in my car's a twenty thirteen. Yeah. You think they know to put a USB in at that point? But whatever, that's a whole different story. <laughs> 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 um, and so uh, yeah, and and there's like nothing in my car that I'd really cry over because I I usually keep my car pretty clean anyway. So like right. those sunglasses, 
they're like six plus years old. It's like, I, I need to go to the back to the eye doctor anyway. <laughs> I've been lazy on that. Right. <laughs> In general. <clears throat> but yeah, that was uh, a little a bummer. But I was surprised at how quickly I uh, just said. Many fregista. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll right. tell you what, though. Uh, there was. Oh, and also my. Um, so they're building like these apartments across the street from us. And my same neighbor said that he had saw someone breaking into those apartments and he walked over to him and like uh, confronted him. And he was saying how his wife was mad at him. And I was like, that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> yeah, he said he was drunk, though. I, I feel yeah, like that makes it even worse. No, but I'm saying it's a little bit more fake, fake, uh, fake courage, I think, is, is what uh, he was implying. Right. He had that liquid courage. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, you know. Live in the mean streets of Philadelphia, baby. Right? <clears throat> you never speaking know what's going to happen. I wanted, uh, speaking of which, I wanted to ask you, um, when did you take those pictures of that of those murals? Those murals are sweet. Oh, yesterday. I just walked down. To, I was walking to get lunch from somewhere, and I just walked past it. I could do that all day long. There's so many murals around here. Uh, just in the city. We should in do like a murals in Philly thing. That'd I could be do dope. that. Oh, uh, but start up. No, I still have time, but I'd say winter's coming, so I walk around less. But uh, there's still time. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, because those murals were sick, man. There was actually another I one flipping... I was going to take a picture of, but there was a tree, and like it was not a good placement for a picture. There's stuff blocking mm. it, but it was cool. Man, having that that nature get in front of our beautiful industrial. <laughs> murals what is this i know i know but yeah i i love there's a lot of cool murals around and um they they uh, change every now and again so i could definitely there was another one i was going to take a picture of actually yesterday as well but it just i never it, i'm such a bad picture taker like you where it's like i mean what's the point but i was like oh yeah there is a point <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly the podcast and the instagram page has has made me take so many more pictures that i probably never would have taken otherwise but it also makes me look closer at my own neighborhood than I ever do. Cause that, what that picture where I took that, that's like a 10 minute walk from where I live. Like that's not that far Mm -hmm. away from my house. And it, um, it just, it makes me look closer at, at my own neighborhood too. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, I forgot. There's, there's some cool stuff around here. You know, that's the thing. Sometimes you just gotta start a podcast. You know, I've, (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Well, well, <laughs> well, that too. But I was going to say, sometimes you have to just kind of get out there and explore what's right under your nose. You know what yeah. I mean? Because especially when you live in a place and, and you know, you're going to be there for the, you know, unforeseeable future. You know, you could be there a year, two years, five years, a decade. Who knows? Um, I feel like you're definitely less likely to go out and like explore stuff because it's like, oh, I could just do it tomorrow. Right. And I've mentioned before that like I do like to walk around a lot, but I feel like a lot of the time I've walked around, I've seen a lot of cool stuff, but a lot of it is more, Mm -hmm. you know, my headphones are on, whatever I'm either music or podcast I'm listening to is like full blast in my headphones. Right. And it's more of me zoning out than um, really appreciating where I am, even though like I'm surrounded by all this all this cool Philly stuff. Right. So now I'm going to walk around with my headphones still blasting stuff, but pay a little bit more attention to what's around there me. There you go. <laughs> the headphones Close are not your ears up, off. but keep those eyes wide open. Exactly. Speaking of walking around, Jared, take a guess how many miles I walked yesterday. Um, 15. That's a lot. That That is ten. a lot. I'm I say didn't ten. walk 15. Ten. 
You're very close. I walked eight miles. That's good. That's good. And speaking of keeping your ears wide open, why did you walk so many uh, miles? Well, uh, that's a great question, Jared. Uh, there was a uh, music festival in my town. And what's interesting is um, it, I literally took my street and it was a mile down my street. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it was awesome. And, and I hadn't really... I've explored more like the, so when I leave my apartment, I go, I know I explore more of the East, I guess, to, to like the exit of my apartment, because that's where like the town center is. That's where like my favorite kebab place is, um, where I'm also trying to become homies with one of the kebab guys there. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you've been telling He's got me a sweet that. mustache. Have you talked about that and on the at, podcast or just to me? I haven't. Okay. I haven't. Just to you. <laughs> that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. This guy is like super friendly. Every other guy at this kebab place, they all have like, they, they don't smile at all. They seem very serious, seem, seem kind of like, you know, God damn it. Like, why am I here again today? <laughs> you know, like they hate their job or whatever. But this one dude, he's like bald and has a cool mustache. What? I was a doctor back in Turkey. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but this, this one guy, he, it seems like he's like happy to speak English a little bit, which is kind of a relief because most people here so far have not been... Some have been excited to speak English, but a lot of them like aren't super thrilled. Um, or just lie and say they they can't. Right, right. Um, you know, but maybe they're just intimidated. I feel like I'm not a very intimidating guy, but move it maybe they haven't met before. Exactly. I mean, that's that's been my life saving. Well, <laughs> my life saving phrase, and also the downfall of uh, a lot of stuff because they'll just they'll just look at me and, and go nah. But it works with this guy. Right. It does. But yeah, so anyway, so I, I um, kind of walked around more of the west part of the town. Um, and so the, the music festival was uh, in the Bezruchova Valley. And um, 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 Bezruch was a Czech poet, actually, turns out. Um, and then Bezruchova, that OVA ending, is like of Bezruch. So like a lot of women here, they have that OVA um, um, suffix on their names because it means like the wife of okay. whatever. It's kind of like Dutch mm-hmm. having like a lot of phones. Kind kind of yeah, yeah. Von it's all, I guess they also have it in they also have it in Russian as well. Like like you have like Maria Sharapova, right? Oh, the OVA is her, her... Of Sharapov. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so so I walked, you know, a mile down the road um, and then there's this beautiful little little lake and stuff. So that's where I snapped some of those pictures yesterday um, because I got there a little early because I had no idea how long it was actually going to take me to walk early. (laughs) I'm one of those nerds, man. I was just excited to hear all this music because these were like kind of. Not necessarily local bands because I think the majority of them were from Prague. Local to the like Czech all, Republic. Right, exactly. So they were all Czech bands. The first band they were called Ian, like the name Ian. And it was a little weird because like so the the lead singer and guitar player introduced all the bandmates. Was there a theme to this he, uh, festival or something? Not or really. Just, it was just bunch of live music. Okay. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. The, I think they have it every year. But I mean there's yeah, there's not really like a th- a theme or like a certain kind the, of music they attract or like crowd or something. No, they were all different. And, and I saw people there that were like, you know, 
like metal heads, like with like black, like metal hoodies on and like long hair. I saw like just some older couples like in their like 50s and 60s there. Um, there were kids running around. I mean, it was really it was really nice to see like all these different people come out for this festival. Yeah. And it was and it was 200 crowns to get in. So that's like 10 bucks, a little less than 10 bucks. Yeah, maybe maybe like eight bucks somewhere around there. I think that's not bad. Yeah, not bad for a whole day Jeez. of music. I mean, I got there. I got there at four o'clock and I left at uh, like eleven thirty. Wow. So I was there all day. I think you got your money's worth. I would say so, man. There were some good groups. But so the first group was called Ian, and they were from Prague. But it was weird, man. The, the lead singer, like, introduced all the band members at the end of their set. And then he said, like, My name, or, I'm Ian. But it's like, it's like, bro, like, why is your band called Ian and your name's Ian? Like, I feel like if is I he were. Ian? That's what he said, but like, but is he his was name Czech. is he the Ian of the group? Maybe I, I I guess, but I just feel like if I was in a group with like three other guys, it would be like Ian and the Carlos whatever. Santana does it. You know. He has he has Carlos Santana Santana songs, and there are people sing or someone singing. He's like, oh, that's some other person. That's just some right. random dude. Right. But Carlos Santana is also famous. Yeah. Well, maybe Ian's uh, the Carlos Santana of <laughs> Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I think I think uh maybe he's also or, or like I th- is that not a thing where you could be like more of a solo act and you do all of the arranging of it and then you kind of pimp out bands and find and find groups that work with you and they oh, yeah, kind of accept that, that um you're like you're like this is uh I'm I'm doing all the writing and everything. I'm just you're essentially right. just like my band that I I hire. Right, but then I would think you'd call it like Ian and the Ianettes, oh, right? <laughs> or like, or like the Ian Band or something. I don't know. Oh, like, uh, like, uh, like, um, who does that? The some, like the, the, the Marcus King Band, yeah, or yeah. The, you know, yeah. There are a lot of different, um, but yeah. So I don't know. But he was good. Um, sang Harold pretty Melvin much everything in English. <laughs> what? Nothing. Sorry, that's just some random oldies group. That, oh uh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Um, but the, this, I think they were their second or third was probably one of my favorites, which was, um, Mr. Coco man, which we will be talking about later for our song of the pod. But there were a couple other bands that I also want to talk about. Um, there was this really other, uh, good band. Um, oh shoot. What's there? Of course, now I'm blanking on their name. I added them on Spotify. Hold up. Let me take a quick look. Oh man. They were, um, but the cool thing was they played like. Um, they played like this mix of like kind of like gypsy style music. Um, What's gypsy style music? Circus Brothers is the name <laughs> of the band. Circus Brothers. All right, now I know what gypsy style music is. Mm-hmm. Well, gypsy, it's like it's got like violin and yeah. clarinet, and it's like really fast, <laughs> upbeat. You know, how did the? That's true. I never thought about that. How did the gypsies get the clarinet? How did that happen? I don't know. I. That's a great question, Jared. I don't know. I saw a uh, live band yesterday uh, at this one uh, bar in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Not Lancaster, mm-hmm. Lancaster. Okay. And uh, someone was playing like this electric clarinet looking thing. Apparently it was an electric woodwind instrument. Interesting. What was also cool, though, about the Circus Brothers, they didn't have a bass player, but they had a tuba player. Oh, that's, that's tough. I like that. Yeah. That's a commitment. 
Right. Yeah, they were really good. Their violinist was great. That's very gypsy. Um, Is that offensive, gypsy? I, I, I feel like you're not allowed um, to say that. Yeah, you're not. You're I've not, said it but, what, well, three see, times. <laughs> here's 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 the weird thing though. Um. So so the term that you should use, at least here in the Czech Nomad. Republic is uh, um, Roma or Romani. I guess in England they do use the term traveler, but I don't know if that's offensive or not. Or Roman um, or Romani because they're Romanian-based, right? No. Not based, but... Not at all. No? Oh. Not at all. Ooh. Nope. Ooh. Oh, uh, nope, not at all. So, Cut that out. So, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you don't got to edit it <laughs> out. Kidding. You're good. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have the same questions. <laughs> um, and the where the name comes from is, I guess they have like a... a like a Roma organization that, you know, represents their people. Um, and that's the name they decided on. Um, and I don't really know what the roots or origins of the term Roma come from, but, um, I can tell you that, um, the Roma people, um, actually originated in India. Okay. And then, and then over centuries, they moved all their way, across from Europe and uh, I believe their first kind of spot they landed in Europe was in somewhere in Greece um, and actually they were mislabeled as a as like another type of minority in Greece I believe which is actually where the um, terms for gypsy in other languages stems from okay believe it or not okay um, but but yeah but see that's the weird thing about that word though man because if you if you you know talk about music, I mean in America there is a brand of music called Gypsy Jazz, right? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, and so I also was wondering like, is that an offensive term? I'm not sure. I know you should not call people, you know, if they are Roma people, you should not call them gypsies. That's very rude. Um, although sadly, I have heard Czech people use the the Czech term for it um, as a pejorative. You know. Um, k- kind of, yeah, I, I would, I would say so. I mean, um, but that's the thing. Like when I was talking to a couple of people at the festival, they were like, yeah, this is kind of like a, a gypsy style of music, but they didn't mean it in a, in like a derogatory way. They just meant like, this sounds like music that, that like the Roma people right. play, right? you know? So, so yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, also I have a question for you speaking of, um, you know, offensive, not offensive language. Um, I had a student ask me in class the other day. Was um, this part of the AMA? Uh, <laughs> it, it was, actually. Um, he asked me, I think he asked me something about Michigan or Detroit or something. And I used the term African-American. Um, and then uh, a student asked me later after class if it's rude or inappropriate to, to use the term black. And I want to know, what are your thoughts on that, Jared? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Honestly, at this point, uh, African-American sounds a little weirder to me. Okay, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, uh, first of all, that in itself is is uh, making a lot of assumptions. I mean, you could be talking oh, to some, for sure. uh, you know, a Haitian person or something. Who knows? But, um Right or Jamaican, right? Or, yeah, for sure. But um, and uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't have a problem with African American. It doesn't bother me. Let me, let me. Like, I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, this. Like, it doesn't bother me. But uh, yeah. No, I think black is okay. Okay. I think that's, that's the accepted vernacular these days. Right. Cause well, cause I had my student ask me that, and I said, well, 
I'll ask my black said, friend <laughs> and get back to you. I mean, I mean, kind, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, I don't want to teach them the wrong thing and then have them go to the states and get their, you know, yeah. Like, I piss will say this or, or whatever. <laughs> As a black person that has lived in Europe and been around a lot of Europeans, it does sound a little weirder when Europeans say black for some reason. But maybe it's just really? the accent. Okay. But I, it's not an offensive thing. But it's just like, ooh, right. <laughs> Right. Well, and where I tried to talk to my student and explain to him, I was like, well, don't say it and sneer, though. Is that what you well, tell well, obviously, <laughs> that what you tell obviously. Him? I mean, right. <laughs> well, no, but but what I tried to explain to him was like, I, I don't really think like, you know, in the in the black community that that, you know, they call, you know, you call each other African. Yeah, no one in the black, no one, no one in, 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 yeah, no one in, in the black families or households or friend groups is saying African American. Right, and at the same time too, like, it would be a little weird, I think, if somebody called me Caucasian. Like, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been called white. Like that doesn't bother me. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, good to know. I'll have to share share that knowledge with my student. That's, I kind of told him that I'm pretty sure black is an okay term to use, but, um, you know, like with anything, like with the term Roma versus gypsy or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to, in my opinion, you have to ask the groups of people that you're describing, right? Yeah. And it's tough to do. I mean, it is, it mm-hmm. is tough, tough to approach subjects like that. Cause what if you are, who knows, like what you're asking a question and it turns out you are saying something offensive and someone right. gets mad. <clears throat> exactly but yeah. yeah it's not it's not a good look and that would not fall back on me very positively as their language teacher <laughs> that's for yeah, sure yeah i would tell them that you, you could use either interchangeably but no one i don't think i think black is like widely accepted Mm-hmm. right but like anything in language it's also how you say it like you said like you don't want to sneer but, or like you know. oh yeah but i think it might be useful to also mention to him that um the only thing about African-American is there are plenty of black people in, uh, in uh, you know, America that don't have that quote-unquote African-American root. Right. Right. Like, what if you're even like, a, um, you know, you lived in France for a long period of time, and then you moved to the state. Yeah. The states. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of scenarios, I think, where you're right. It does assume a lot of things. Um, I knew a kid in, uh, in high school that was from Belgium that was a black dude. His name was mm-hmm. Bernard or something like that. Okay, interesting. <clears throat> well, good to know, Jared. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, anyways, so the music festival was a big hit. I'm glad I went. I'm hoping to go to more music festivals in the Czech Republic. I did learn a couple new Czech words and phrases, which I will be sharing with you and our mm-hmm. listeners mm-hmm. later uh, later on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned a very, very important phrase, which you already know, but uh, the listeners don't just yet, so we'll, we'll save that. You were you were t- mentioning that you uh, so I got a one, I got a couple more things on this festival. You were mentioning that you're having all these oh, conversations about gypsy music, and who are these people that you're talking to? Um, a couple of them were basically friends of the people I was with there. And then a couple of my colleagues that I was with oh, okay. Um, okay. while I was there. I, yeah. I thought you went by yourself. Nope. Nope. I, I would have, but um, my colleague and her husband, who's also the guy that I go to the hockey games with, right? Um, they were nice enough friends. to... Yeah. I mean, we're... I'm starting to get a little jealous. I would jealous say so, yeah. I mean... <laughs> what'd you say, sir? I'm starting to get a little jealous. Uh-oh. Uh, don't worry, Jared. No one can take away our, our podcast bond uh, in our history. Don't you worry. If I start a new podcast, though, then you better watch out. What kind out. of microphones does he have? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was a great time with them. Um, 
And uh, really enjoyed um, Mr. Coco Ban, which I did not think Czech, the Czech language and reggae would work. Yes. But it actually sounds pretty cool. And they, they can they can do stuff. Well, we're a little early, but they can do stuff with, um, like their their work, like with sentence structure and and f- phrase structure that like is new to me because their mm-hmm. their inflections are so weird. Right, it's different. And there's and I found out yesterday when listening. Yep. Oh yeah, a lot of the rolled R's. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what makes it sound cool. And plus there's, um, there's some words with like specific endings. Um, and some of them are case markings. So for our listeners out there who aren't big language grammar nerds, case markings are basically designed to, um, signify what's going on in the sentence, right? So who is maybe being given what, you know, who is the subject, which person or thing is the object, Things like this. And so in Czech, um, there's actually seven cases. In English, we have zero. In German, there's four. Where are they in um, German? In Czech, there's seven. What? What are they in German? Um, accusi- well, nominative, oh, which is oh, the subject. Oh, that's what you mean. That's what you mean. Accusative, uh, dative, and genitive right. in German. I don't still know all the cases very well in Czech yet. Uh, we can talk about that no, on another yeah. episode. That'll be a fun episode. Case markings episode. Right. <laughs> But the cool thing is they do have endings on them, so so you know you can uh, you can definitely you can definitely change you know the the sounds of the sentences based on the case markings, which is really nice. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Do you have any other questions about the uh, music festival? Uh, no, that, that's it. That's it. Oh, what what um, what was like the scene like? Paint a picture of of the scene. So, like I said, it was in the uh, Bezruchova Valley, which is... Oh, wait, um, you already did that. I take that back. I forgot that there were a lot of people around. I guess I just want to... What kind of field was it, I guess? Like, oh, gotcha. And how many gotcha. different... Were there different stages, or was it one stage? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I didn't really describe that. Good call, buddy. So, it was actually... This is going to sound kind of weird, but where the, where the festival was actually used to be an old nail factory. Back in the communist times, it used to be an old nail like factory. Like hammer and two things? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And then they remodeled the entire building. And now there's actually... So on the left side was where the old nail factory was. And it's right along the river and a lake there, um, which I think they put it there on purpose back in the day so they could use that, that running water and everything. Well, then investors came and bought up the other part of the land. And they built a little fitness center, sauna, hotel, and restaurant on that side. And then in between it is it's all cobblestone. And they built one stage, like right next to where the hotel and restaurant is. And I would guess there were probably about, I don't know, maybe three hundred to five hundred people there. It's not bad. It's not bad. So yeah, it wasn't huge, but it was. Definitely big enough where there there was a crowd and, and it got a lot more crowded as the, as the night went so on. So you were there for four plus, uh, excuse me, excuse me, seven plus hours. Yep. Were there plenty of area to sit down or chill out for a bit or get away from uh, the commotion for a bit, but still be in this nail factory? Um, so there was, there were picnic tables all over the place where you could sit Um and then they had they had beer actually at three different spots you could get it and it was all on tap, 
Um, also, dude, they, I've never seen this I feel this like before. that's just a given at this point. I'm not, I don't even ask that anymore. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, they had beer and they had some snacks some as sausages. well. Sausages? Any sausages um, there? I did have a sausage, yeah. <laughs> it was great. I got sausage with... Well, I'm no um, longer going to ask, was there beer or sausage? That's just a given. Right? Everyone just assumed that wherever Chad goes, there's probably beer and sausage. And I'm probably <laughs> enjoying both of those. Exactly. But this was interesting, though, dude. The sausage... Um, the sausage was normal, but they had jalapeno peppers with it, a, a pickle, and then bread. Usually you get sausage and like some bread mm-hmm. and mustard. Keep it simple. So the stupid. pickles, right? Exactly. Keep it simple, stupid. But this place, they had the jalapenos and the pickles, which were pretty good. Okay. Um, I'm not a big pickle So that fan, was really nice. You know, I could, I could still make it work. Right. And, uh, and then the, the, the cups for the beer, dude, this was genius. They were half liter plastic cups and they had these little prongs coming out the top of them that could be used either a as like a handle. You could kind of stick your like a finger or two fingers underneath the prongs. Or if you ordered more than one beer and had to carry them, you could actually put the prongs in like one glass and carry them. So you could carry up to like six, seven, oh, eight whoa. beers at once I need if you to, I understand what you're saying, but I'd love to see what that looked like. I should have, oh, man. I, I know. I mean, I but that's, taken a that's such a. I mean, who, uh, we, we don't think of those. That's such a weird thing to think of. Like, oh, look at this fancy right. cup. But yeah, I, like I understand what you're saying, but I'd love to see. It. Like, I can't, I still can't picture what it would look like in my head. Well, now I gotta go to uh, more music festivals. I'd and say so. Find one of these cups. You did miss the uh, biggest music festival in Czech Republic uh, when you first got there. I forgot what it was called. That was a longer time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I forget what it was, too. But that was like... Oh, I am... This isn't a music festival, but I'm... uh, I think I may have told you I'm trying to go see Buddy Guy in November. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. In Czech Republic? Yeah, in Prague. That will be actually... In all these years of touring, this will be his first year ever in the Czech Republic, and I just so happen coincidentally to be here while he performs. So, Um, Well, I'm going to... Put this on tape. This is going to be now recorded, so we're going to do it. That should mm-hmm. be our uh, our Prague on the road again. Oh, good call. All right, good. sounds good. And we don't. We can we also can talk talk buddy guy a little bit. See how the concert right. was. Are you going oh, by yourself? Sh- yeah. Okay, I figured you were. So going on, and on the road, yeah. on the road again should be easy to do then. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. Unless I make a bunch of blues friends and then. <laughs> We'll have some random or, blues guests on or the show. Or just get Buddy Guy on the on the bring a bring a second microphone Perfect. just in case. Because <laughs> I'm sure they'll let me slip that through security. Just in case. <laughs> right. Bring a second microphone. He would be super interesting to talk to, though, man. I mean, he was like the start of the electric blues in Chicago. That would be a like a four hour podcast, and I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> it would just be right. <laughs> right. Oh man, that would be so crazy. Yeah, it would be awesome. And you know, hopefully, in the future of our of our podcast, we definitely will have some interesting guests on here as like well. Like Buddy Guy in a couple in a month or so. Wait, when did you say the concert right. was? November. Okay, so you've got to wait yeah, a little longer. Months. But yeah. But yeah, so that that would be sweet. I think uh, I think wherever you're living anywhere, it's important to kind of know when some events are. And since I've been here a month, I'm trying to really set my calendar for the next uh, nine months. I'll be here. What I've liked most about um, hearing about your explorations through the Czech Republic is how much cheaper everything is than here. Although I think Prague, Prague is okay, but you got to know where to go. Okay. So you have the benefit of being in a smaller town. 
Exactly. Yeah, things here are really cheap. But if you go to Prague, I mean, some places they'll charge you like 100. Well, still, I guess a little cheaper than American standards. But still, like, it's funny when I tell Czech people how much I paid for things in Prague. Mm -hmm. Like, the look on their faces, they're like, what? Like, you paid 60 to 70 crowns for a beer and, like... It's like three or four dollars. Yeah, that's nothing. Somewhere <laughs> right. I mean, that's a, not nothing, but that's like lower end of go, the going rate. Especially in the United States. Yeah. Alcohol is so expensive in the United States. Do they have you ever told um, any of these uh, non-American or do, can they relate or is it shocking to them also how much we pay for books in college? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've never talked to them specifically about books. Um, but they don't understand why college tuition is so expensive. Right. Yeah. That Especially, makes sense. you know, what a lot of, what a lot of people hear is, you know, the United States is one of the wealthiest countries in the world, which then if it's so wealthy, why is healthcare so damn expensive and why is higher education so damn expensive? Here at the Untranslatable podcast, we strive to take down the 1%. That's right. And become the 0.03% ourselves. And then spread that money out properly and responsibly among everyone else because that's what we do anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Which I think actually leads us to our shout outs this episode. Um, I have a few I'd like to share with our listeners. Uh, the first shout out I want to give is to, in my opinion, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, oh, Mr. Chad, Michael Jordan. Oh. What? I thought you were about to say... Uh... Me, but okay. <laughs> I mean, you, well, you aren't the greatest of all time in basketball. You're the greatest fair. of all time in a lot of other things. That's fair. All right. Um, what did Michael Jordan but, do? Uh, he donated, um, how much was it? I believe $2 million um, to uh, North Carolina for uh, hurricane relief. Oh, nice. That's where he's from, right? Yep. Nice. Yep. And he played college uh, for North Carolina. Parada. One of the reasons why I was a uh, yeah, it is pretty great. One of the reasons why I was a Tar Heels fan when I was a kid. Um, the other shout out I'd like to give is um, apparently in Washington D.C., a group of Marines saved uh, all the elderly people in this old folks' home, and the the uh, old folks' home caught on fire, and they saved every single person in there. Whoa. Yeah. How did how did it catch on fire? Did they did, it, did you um, see that? I'm not sure how it caught on fire. Um, Man, but yeah, they saved everybody. That's Got impressive. Everybody out there, which is amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, it's and and so yeah, so shout out to our Marines for um, helping all those um, you know helpless elderly people you know caught in a burning building. That's really amazing. And the last shout out I have to give. Once again, just like our last episode, um, give it to a country, in this case, two countries. Um, have you heard anything exciting about any countries in the continent of Africa lately, Jared? Um, Chad, thanks for exposing my ignorance. Uh, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I didn't know about this until earlier today uh, either. But Ethiopia, uh, and, and I believe it's Anatreya? Oh, uh, Eritrea? Uh, Eritrea? Thank you. Are, yeah, Which Eritrea. Is, thank you. Or is it Eritrea? Ethiopia and Eritrea. Thank you, Jared. See, now you're exposing my ignorance, so we're even. <laughs> um, but they oh, finally have made peace. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, actually in July. Whoa, really? Um, 
Yeah. So in July, the leaders of the nation signed a declaration and they agreed to reestablish trade and diplomatic ties. Two weeks later, the first Ethiopia um, Eritrea flights for two decades took to the skies and all the passengers on those planes were served champagne to celebrate. Kind of like a bus and, ride uh, of the Czech Republic. Right. No kidding. <laughs> um but it's really great because, um, like, some of these people, um, you know, have been able to reunite with their families. Yeah. There's this one. Uh, there's one woman who said that, uh, thanks, thanks to you know peace among these two countries now, um, they found their dad in uh, their Eritrean dad after 21 years. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's just a really great and positive story. Um, there's a um. I, I, I uh, don't know much about the conflict, but there mm-hmm. was a um, podcast I listened to called The Mental Illness Happy Hour, and it was um, with a a, uh, a woman that is from, she was from, let me, like, let me check. I believe she was from, she had family from both uh, Eritrea and Ethiopia, and she was, uh-huh. just, and she was just talking about how um, difficult, like, it was in her family, essentially kind of having to, like, choose sides and, and... Right. And like, uh, you know, the mom side of the family hating the dad side of the family and all that stuff. And it was just a uh, super interesting story. And I, I had not known much. I mean, this came out. What? Let me check. This came out like a year ago, maybe or something like that. Um, but I had not heard much about that whole. Co- uh, oh, no. Two years ago. Um, OK. Uh, November 4th. And I had not heard much about uh, like that whole conflict until then. And I, I thought the story was super interesting. Right. I feel like, sadly, a lot of American news outlets, um, I mean, they focus a lot on what's going on in the United States, which is fair. But I I like to also hear what's going on around the world, especially when it's something positive like that, you know? Right. And it's also it's both. See, I'm 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 stuck because it's both hard to really shine enough light on all these conflicts that happen around the world. Like. Mm-hmm. You, I, there's a part of me that thinks that there's not enough time, yet you also then hear about how in, you know, 2018 we have this 24-hour news cycle and people are always trying to feed uh, news and shove it down your throat and it's like, yeah, I guess it's how it's, uh, but it, I don't know, I, I'm conflicted, I'm conflicted. Right. Yeah, I don't think. But people um, also, just in general, I will say, I'm sorry. People also in general, including me, I'm not, I'm not blaming anyone out there. Uh, just don't also read enough on their own time. Yeah, I agree. And I, I also think, though, too, the 24-hour news cycle, um, I don't think it's necessarily healthy to just be bombarded by news all the time, especially because so much of it is negative, which is why um, we here at the Untranslatable Podcast want to give these positive shout-outs, send some positive vibes out into such a negative world. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Um, when I was when I at, at my last job, I used to put on NPR in the background and it wasn't like it wasn't like, wait, wait, don't tell me. And like uh, it was just like the news cycle of NPR on their website. Mm-hmm. And after a couple months of doing that, I had to stop. It was bumming me out. You hear because you hear they talk about just it's just constant stories about and that's is like just the straight up NPR news cycle on especially on the radio is just a consistent loop of stuff happening all over the world that is pretty depressing. And I was like, I can't just constantly have this pumping into my head. I mean, like I I did feel way more informed just about not, not like I knew that much about everything, but just generally 
relations around the world, but I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. This is exhausting. Yeah, it's depressing. I also think, sadly, too, another aspect um, that people in our generation and younger generations are dealing with is um, I think a lot of social media will also make you depressed. Yeah, for sure. If you're constantly on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, I feel like people tend to compare themselves with the personas they see online, right? But it's like... I. I highly doubt a lot of these pictures and other things that people post, you know, are really true. Like maybe not true, but like they show you a certain side that people want to see. You don't get to see the full picture, you of know. Of course, every time I, um, not every time, a, a lot of what, sometimes when I'm on, say, YouTube or Twitter or Instagram, really any sort of social media, I'll uh, purposely look at the comments knowing they're going to make me mad knowing there's going to see stuff that's going to piss me off. I'm going to say, like, let's see what these ignorant motherfuckers had to say today. And I'll be right. like, God damn it. And I'll, and I'll be like, I knew this was going to be here when I mm-hmm. scrolled down to look at it. Like I, I could only be so mad because I seeked it out almost like out of some sort of like sadistic. I want to get right. pissed or something. I don't know what it is. It's not that I want to get pissed, but it's like, I want to like, it's like, I know that there's some ignorance here that's going to make me mad. Let me see if I'm right. And it's like, of course you are. There's a, yeah. a thousand plus comments oh, yeah. on this thing you thought, <laughs> and it's the internet. What do you expect? Very true. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people just do a lot of trolling on the internet because, you yeah. know, you can put some avatar up and create an account that like people can't really track to see who you really are. And you can write whatever the hell you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I oftentimes the have to. Society. <laughs> Right? No kidding. I I oftentimes definitely have to um, restrain myself from engaging in a lot of these people. There's a few people that um, that uh, grew up in my hometown, and they're they're they just politically and what have you are have very very different opinions from my own. And a oh, lot yeah. of times they'll post things though that it's like it's not even remotely true. And my knee-jerk reaction is to write a comment or something and, like, show them, like, give them a link of, like, some actual factual information. Oh, and then I'm like, don't do that. these people don't care about facts. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't argue with facts. That's not going to work. Um, I haven't done it th- as much recently, but uh, kind of post-college, but a couple of years ago. Within, like, I spent a lot of time just uh, going through Facebook and just, like, as I saw stuff that I thought was stupid on, on my news feed, just deleting people right away. And like mm-hmm. I probably dropped my my friends list in the in about a year by like at least a hundred people just because I was like I don't need this uh, BS in my life. It's like I don't even talk to you anymore. Why am I seeing all this right. garbage that I don't even like? Yeah, it felt good. True. But then um, but then uh, there got to a point where I was like, if I keep this up at this pace, I'm like I might as well just leave my Facebook because it's right. gonna be like five people in there. <laughs> uh. I would be honored to be one of those five, Jared. Oh, you were one of the first to go. I, I snuck you back in <laughs> when, I, when we brought up this whole podcast thing. Um, so, yeah, let's do some untranslatables. Enough of uh, our complaining. Right. Go Speaking figure. of positivity, Sounds like good. as you try to end the uh, shout out segment nicely talking about positivity. Let's uh, let's talk about some untranslatables. Let's do this it. Is, I got I got some good ones. Oh, good. Okay, well, hit, well, hit me with one, Jared. My first one is Finnish, and this is something that I, I um, this is I would say my spirit animal. <laughs> it's not an animal, by the way. Uh, 
Kalazarikenet. Kalazarikenet is is just that's it. That's the word. But it's two words, and the two words okay. are um, underwear drunk. Un- Ooh, underwear drunk. Okay. Can you give me an example? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, today's Sunday. And for and say uh, say um, for the listeners, uh, that's a little uh, breaking the fourth wall. Today's actually Sunday that we record this. Um, and say after we we finish recording this, it'll be maybe four o'clock, and I just uh, I just uh, sit down on my sofa, light some candles, uh, <laughs> take off all my clothes, and uh, get drunk and just relax. So it just means to hang out or relax. It means to get. Uh, drink home alone in your underwear literally <laughs> oh wow okay all right solid yeah why don't we have a we need to have like a word like that underwear we drunk to, yeah we need to bring that into the we English have uh, shower beer that yeah, is that, is that an american thing? not the same level as as underwear drunk i feel yeah Plus, shower beers are tough too like i feel like that's better in theory than in reality it's like if I, yeah. I, I, I don't spend that much time lollygagging in a shower, and also mm-hmm. the beer has to be strate- strategically placed so it's not getting water in it. Right. See, thankfully, my apartment here in the Czech Republic is actually yeah, yours is optimal perfect. for shower beers. Yeah, you should, so you should be I, getting naked drunk with shower beers. I mean, I had a shower beer yesterday before the <laughs> festival, actually. I'm not even joking. Uh, Chad actually, at the end of a long day, Takes off all of his clothes and sits in the shower and cracks a cold pilsner, and that's, that's, right. that's how he relax relaxes. Living my best what Czech life, What you need life, to start man. doing is getting some Epsom salts. You know, soak your feet a little bit, okay. and really like uh, treat yourself. I use Epsom salt actually. Sometimes, you know, I'll admit this here on the Untranslatable Podcast. Your boy sometimes takes baths, and what I'll do, I do too. Is I'll, I do too. Um, I love baths. I'll. Uh, I'll turn on the bathtub. I'll put some Epsom salt in there and either put a little bit of coconut oil and or olive oil. And uh, that's why my whole body is kissably smooth. My whole body. <laughs> so you're ready Except for, for my those. Face. Except for my face. For, the, for that underwear drunk a uh, few hours later. Unfortunately, I like it. my face is unkissably hideous. So that's where the struggle comes <laughs> in. It's smooth but hideous. So that should be that should be if you ever start a uh, like a men's grooming company. That's what you should call it. Smooth, smooth but, hideous. but hideous. Yeah. Smooth but hideous by Jared. That's That'll great. be my Fenty. The, yeah, there you go. For all the smooth but uh, for all the ugly men out there that need loving too. That's right. All right, Jared. Well, I gotta because we're talking about my first month in the Czech Republic. I thought it would be fitting to give you a bunch, well, not a bunch, but three Czech untranslatables for you. Okay. Um, I figure by the time we're we're finished with uh, recording these untranslatables in Czech, hopefully I'll be fairly fluent in Czech by the end of I'd say so. all these podcast episodes. I'm getting right? pretty so, good myself. I know Heshki uh, Kluk, but and I don't really know how to say the English one, to be honest with you, even though Which I hear it all the English time. Which one's the Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. This one is ponut um, kostru, which uh, literally means to move one's skeleton. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Does that mean to beat someone up? Nope. Does that it's mean a, to scare someone? You, um, not really. We have a we have an idiom in English that that you can use with this, um, but it sounds it sounds different. So, like for example, 
Um, if you were coming with me to a music festival, right, and you're enjoying your shower beer and you're getting underwear drunk, but we're running late, I might say um, move your skeleton. Oh, hurry up. Yeah, it means to – the English equivalent would be to shake a leg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but no one under under 65 says that, but right. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're bringing it back, Jared. Shake a leg. But yeah, ponut kostru. Uh, kostru, I can't say that R with the T just yet with the, with the roll. By the way, yeah. speaking of things that only people in their 60s have, it's untranslatable time. <laughs> That's right. The untranslatable cuckoo clock is a little late, but here nonetheless – Better late than never. Yeah. What do you got for me, I Jerry? got a, a Serbian one for you. No sum para oblak. Or oblake or oblake. Oblake. Oblak. Balake? Yeah, balake. <laughs> um, and that uh, translates to he's ripping clouds with his nose. Is that a cocaine reference? <laughs> No, but I wish it was. That's uh, hilarious. Ripping. Th- that sounds like like the ultimate like cocaine doer, right? He, yeah, it's like wow, this guy can really do some cocaine, <laughs> right? He's he's ripping clouds with his nose. Does that mean? Is that like you're you're like stuck up? Close, very close. I'd say I'd say that's on the cusp. I'd give you a quarter ham horn if I had put that. If I okay. I still haven't put that into my. Uh, Fixed that in my soundboard yet, so I can't do it yet. It's easy to do. I just haven't done it. <laughs> right. No worries. Uh, but you're a busy guy. I'd say you're on the very close and on the right track, but I'd say you need a little bit more. He's ripping more. clouds with his nose. Think about it. Think about it. He, if he's ripping he's clouds like with his nose, arrogant. His nose know. is in the air. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you one. Of yeah. It means a person. What do we say? Don't we say something like that? Your nose, like, is, like your nose is in the air. You're holding your nose up at people, maybe. Right. It means, right. Uh, but I think it's, I think it's a little less that because it means a person is excessively proud of oneself or vain. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like pretty, pretty arrogant. So you are on the right path, and I'd say you finally okay. squeaked your. If, if I look, I turned to the judges, and they said, mm-hmm. and they said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared. So I got I got another check one for you. Okay. And uh, um, it is Yedno za uherski rok. Oh, you which said that means really well, I would uh, guess. Thank. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm trying my best. You know, that's that's all I can do with this check. Um, but Yedno za uherski rok is um, once in a Hungarian year. <laughs> oh, is that offensive? Like to Hungarians? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Hopefully not. Hopefully our Hungarian listeners aren't going to be angry with us. Is it but, the uh, same as Once in a Blue Moon? Hit that ham horn, my dude. Yes. Yeah. Mean, meaning once every once New in a Year. while or rarely mm-hmm. happening. Okay. What is that? I, I feel like that's got to be offensive to Hungarians. And meaning Hungarians are unreliable or rarely happens. Or Hey, Hungarians, yeah, I, tell us why the uh, Czechs exactly. uh, hate you. Exactly. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna Google that because I. I. I am curious. Um. Let's see here. Um. I'm gonna see if I can find the the etymology or the meaning of it. Um. I'm not sure why they use it though. Um. And see, it's funny if you look it up on um, um, bab.la, which is like a Czech English dictionary. Um. It says once in a blue moon. It doesn't even translate it. That's the farthest um, I'll go for you. 
I mean, everybody knows right. the once in a blue moon, though. But that is funny, though, because they're technically translating it with another idiom. Like, that's not really a translation. That's another not idiom. really. Right. Because I would, would, a, would a, say a, um, someone that's using babla that doesn't speak English and that's trying to figure out how do you say that phrase in English, and they'd see once right. in a blue moon, they'd get it, but they'd also be like, blue moon? What does the blue right. moon have to do with anything? Exactly. Well, I think that one makes more sense. Oh, because blue be- moons are a rare occurrence? Right. Yeah, Whereas, as I, hear, yeah, as I say so- that, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe that does make sense. But yeah, I'm not so sure about the Hungarian New Year, but yeah. Anyways, or Hungarian year. Anyways, what other untranslatables do you have, Jared? I have one more, and it's Thai. Si sor hai kwai fang. And uh, I love also, I mean, I, it's so funny because in my notes, I'll also put not only like, you know, the Roman letters, but I'll put what the characters are if they're different. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. it's for no one. No one's going to see my notes. <laughs> right. But I love seeing the, uh, like the different um, alphabets and the Thai one is definitely a uh, unique one. Uh, and literally translated, that means to play the violin uh, for the buffalo to listen to. Didn't we do this one? Damn it. Did we? Did yeah, you do it? Because I, I don't think so. I do, did it. I don't think. I, I thought you did this one because it sounds familiar. Does, I don't uh, think I did it. I mean, for example, I just my spent, memory. I mean, Chad, I just spent like two hours putting all of my previous untranslatables into one file. I feel like okay. I would. Granted, there's a lot of copy and pasting, but I feel like I would right. remember that. Well, here, let me see if my memory is right. Isn't this like when you're Oh, we like, could go to the list. I did just put them all there. Let's go to the list. We'll, all right. We'll, we'll, well, well, here, I also want to give this another stab. Um, yeah, I think I'll this go is to the basically, list Isn't this basically sort of play violin to, to a buffalo or something, right? Isn't that what that means? The play the violin for the buffalo to listen to is the literal translation. So it's like you're talking to somebody who's not listening, right? Yeah, I'll give you that. Talking to a brick wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, now I'm going to our list of untranslatable phrases to see if I've done it before. Because um, how dare you uh, accuse Sounded me familiar. of such... Um... What would be even crazier oh, is yeah, if right. that's... A... Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, and I, it, was pre- it was pretty recent, too. It was episode 23. <laughs> oh, damn. I don't okay. remember that, though. Because, see, I look at it, and I remember... Actually, I remember specifically... I didn't even look this one up. I remember taking it from this list, because I thought that was one that I skipped. But clearly, if you remember it, then I didn't skip it. I'm right. sorry, everyone. That's all right. I'm sorry. That's all right. They get, they get extra language. <laughs> <laughs> they get extra language input. You know, nothing wrong with that. This is a review. Um, uh, this will be on the test at the end of the semester. And I'm exactly. glad you caught it because that means you've been paying attention to in class. I tried, Jared. What can I say? And I'm going to give my. All right, Jared. My last, my last untranslatable for you is also Czech. I'm and playing it, a violin, and I am also the buffalo. <laughs> all right. Well, then, uh, then I'm assuming you're not going to get that this idiom. One. I'm not neither right. listening to myself, and I am still playing. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're good. Um, so this one, as I said, is Czech, and it is um, ton neni. Moye parketa, and it means it is not your um, parquet, or more loosely, it is not your dance floor. Is that what a parquet is? Appa- apparently, yes. Does that kind of mean like it's not your your business? This is an A and B conversation, so see your way out. Um, kind of. I think it's. I think it's more. You can't handle what's say, happening here. 
Your uh no, I would say in English we would say that's not my forte. Okay. All right. All right. So it's like not your field not of my expertise. expertise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hey Chad, you know, I'm gonna give you a uh look on um all of this check. Well, thank you. And it's good not sir. even over yet because we still gotta check word of the pod. You best believe it. And now I think on that note we should uh start with our recap of my uh First month in the Czech Republic that I have uh, so far survived. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a month. Ted, have you, would you say that that month has flown by? That, oh that's yeah, a leading big question. Time. I'm, I'm no lawyer, <laughs> right? But I feel like that yeah, that's it's flown question. by. Um, honestly, though, too, it's kind of weird. I don't know why, but I've been taking a lot of naps. Hmm. And I wonder, I was thinking about it today when I was thinking of, you know, what to discuss during this segment. And I think a lot of it might just be like, it's even though I've been here a month, it's still a lot of times a lot of sensory overload. Like whenever I go somewhere, I try to listen to what people are saying and see if I can pick up words. And I am noticing very slowly that I am starting to pick up random words. Mm -hmm. Um, Sadly, a lot of them have to be either English or German cognates, which there aren't many of them. I mean, it's got to um, start somewhere. Right. I wouldn't say exactly. sadly. I'd say that's a positive. Because I feel yeah, like true. even if they were English or German uh, cognates, just arriving in that language and not really understanding like the different intonations and all that stuff, it would still be pretty easy to miss those English and German cognates that once you hear them and once you start hearing them in conversation or while eavesdropping in other people's conversation – uh, you start to pick up because it's like, oh, wait, that sounds familiar because I've heard it a couple times and right. I, I, I know what that could be. Mm-hmm. Where oh, just two weeks ago, I would have not even noticed that they just said that English word that I actually do know. Right. Very true. Uh, so you mentioned that Duna place. I was going to say, do you have a favorite restaurant? Um, You know, that's a I haven't. I haven't been going out to eat very often. So I, um, I struggle with this. What do you, what 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 does Chad what, take me through Chad's day meal wise? Because you don't know how to cook. Right. You don't I'm eat a out. Sh- really shitty cook. Um, I know what you have for lunch. What do I have for lunch? No, well you have uh, you start with a soup of some sort always. Yep. And then you get your two dollar or your 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 two dollar fifty ish meal, which varies at the uh, cafeteria. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be sausage also, as an option. Also on <laughs> Friday, I had... Um, Do they serve beer at the cafeteria, by the way? No, no, okay. it's a school cafeteria. I know, but I, just, uh, I don't know. It's but they, I, I heard from one of my uh, fellow English teachers in the Czech Republic that at the university cafeteria, some places do serve beer. Okay, all right. So that's For students or for teachers? I, I would assume for everybody okay. because everybody in theory should be of drinking age who's, mm-hmm. who's eating there. Um, but interestingly sort of as well, the drinking age in the Czech Republic is actually 18. Oh, so not a prodigy, just a normal. I was say, mm-hmm. if you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> some sort of 15-year-old in college. <clears throat> right, exactly. Okay. So, uh, no, so yeah, what's your, uh, bre- do you, are you a breakfast eater? You seem like you eat a lot. Not, and you're, I'm not, <laughs> no offense, because you're in great shape. Chad works out a lot. He likes to lift weights. He's buff. Mm-hmm. He gives me his old shirts that he doesn't fit. Because uh, he'll just bust the room, and I wear them because I'm scrawny and worthless. Hulk out of them. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say worthless. Dude, you, you I wouldn't know, say scrawny either. But. You, like you know those uh, green, that green and blue kind of checkered 
dress shirt you gave me years ago. Uh-huh. I still wear those to work like on a consistent basis. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I bought that shirt in Vienna, by the way. It's a great shirt. It's great quality. I love it. It is. It's also a great it summer is, shirt, yeah. too. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, I would wear that. It's if a little I, tight on I me, too. So it. It's a little tight on me, too, so I can imagine it being tight on you. Well, I, ha- I have to buy a large here in Europe because like a medium will fit, but it is tight. Yeah. It is really Yeah, that tight. one's a little tight on me, but I can make it work. Right. I'll, I'll bet you can. But So you asked me what my what my average day looks like or, or what I eat. So um, usually I'll get up, depending on what time I have to be at school, I'll get up at either like 7 or 8 usually. And I actually, like there's this like little protein drink here um, that I just buy them. They're like, a, like in vanilla or chocolate, um, 30 grams of protein. Um, and I usually get... That's usually actually what I have for breakfast because it's quick the real and easy. question is how much sugar. Here, I, I got one right here. Oh. Let me look. Well, we'll see. Jared's always calling me out on the sugar. <laughs> um, yeah, not ideal. Sugar is the 30 murderer. grams of protein and 7 grams of sugar, okay. so it's not great. But it doesn't advertise being sugar-free either. But I don't think yeah, sugar-free is – I don't think things that ag- advertise sugar-free are theoretically better either, by the way. No, I, I would agree with you. But yeah, so I'll, I'll have like a protein that drink. That just straight up sugar, that sweetened right. that are just as bad, right. if not worse. The same. That's true, yeah. But <laughs> anyway, so I'll have a protein drink. Then I'll go get lunch at the cafeteria. Um, or as they call it here, they call it the canteen. Or do you remember uh, Do you remember the check word? Cantina? Quizzing you here, putting you on the spot for, for cafeteria. Uh, no. Yidlo is the word for food. Yidlora, uh, Yidlova, Yidelna, Yidelna is cafeteria. You eat the Yidlo and the Yidelna. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to say I eat lunch? Is that too? Is that too much? Oh, n- not yet. No. All right, it's only been not, not there That's yet, unfortunately. Hey, oh, another question I've been um, uh-huh. asking, I've been wanting to ask, because you've been teasing me with this. Have you gone on any bike uh-huh. rides yet? Oh yeah, I haven't taken any pictures because I left my phone here. Uh, we're, we're, um, what what kind of exploration have you explored? <laughs> it's just kind of just kind of around town. Okay. Nowhere nowhere really new yet. Are you the kind Although, of person to just get on your bike and fucking go, and just be like yeah a lot of a, a lot of times if if I have time yeah, uh, but like I said As I've you just also said a been, taking, ago, you've been taking a lot of naps. Don't take up a lot of your time. <laughs> exactly, those have been taking up some of my time. Um, yeah, I've been taking. Not every day, but like on the weekends, for sure, I usually take a nap. And then uh, Thursday and Friday, I have a, a shorter teacher load. So I'm done teaching at like 11. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So so I'll go, go to the Yedelna and get my Yidlo and then uh, come home and take a nap usually. Okay. When I used to have half days, which was a summer thing, some of that's over. Um, it was only on Fridays, but I would definitely on Fridays often take naps. After I got home from work. Oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah. I felt a little, like, I always feel a little guilty, but I still do it. So how guilty am I really? Right. Is there anything, um, that, is there anything that you've started to miss about home? Anything that you're missing or you're like, I wish I had that or I, I miss not having that? Uh, well, a couple of things. Um, Besides for me. <laughs> right, of course. A couple of things. I mean, the main thing, obviously, is just close friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, um, 
obviously definitely miss my girlfriend a lot. Um, and it's funny cause my students always ask about her. So like I talk about her a lot, like during the school day, which then in turn, like anything makes you think about it more, Yeah. which then makes you miss it more. Um, but it is what it is. And then, uh, Obviously, friends and family are a big one. Um, How often do you uh, talk to people back home that aren't me? Yeah, because I talk to you on a daily basis. Basically. I feel like because we do this podcast, I'm I'm not. I mean, lucky. I guess it depends on who you're talking to. But like, <laughs> I get like I talk to you probably, if not more than anyone, just as much as with any you. of your family or friends that are uh, back in Michigan. I would I would agree with you, and at the same time too, I feel like because I'm talking to you about pod stuff. I I sometimes have the same feeling that you do, buddy, where like you don't want to annoy that person. Yeah. You know, cuz I definitely have friends back home that like I'll write them a couple of times and then I'll kind of stop and I'll be like, "All right, like I don't want to get on their nerves." Whereas Yeah. With you with you and I like it's always for the pod, let's be real. Well, that's also so. the great thing about us having the podcast though is we spend a lot of our time when we're not recording talking about podcast related stuff. To the mm-hmm. point where okay. I never really hear about, we never really actually talk about that. We do, but we don't talk as much about what's actually going on in your day-to-day life and how like the Ch- how Czech Republic is. Like, I didn't even know you'd gone on a bike ride yet. <laughs> right. And so yeah, I, I, I've only been on two or three, though, so okay. I haven't been on that many. And the, the helmet that my mentor um, gave me is a little big. Okay. Um, and so so I've been going helmet. Do there wear a lot of helmets me. there? Um. You know, most adults I see don't wear helmets. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people you see wear helmets are like the serious bikers who have like the right road bikes. super expensive, crazy bike yeah, and the, carbon the fiber. suit. Right. Yeah. I, exactly. I, I wear a helmet, but that's only because I almost primarily mountain bike and I've often right. fallen off my bike. <laughs> yeah. And a mountain bike, you don't want to you don't want to fall and not have a helmet if you're mountain biking. Right. It's a recipe for right. disaster. Plus, let's be real, Jared. You got a lot of good brains in there. You got to protect. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Keep this podcast running. <laughs> I'm going to go drink a shower beer and think about that. <laughs> <laughs> or underwear beer, excuse me. I was going to say, just make sure if you have enough that you are you turn that shower beer to an underwear is, beer. Is the long-distance relationship tough? Because this is not your first. You've had many long-distance relationships because you're often dating people from Europe or mm-hmm. being in Europe while you're dating. You're always dating someone, first of all. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever known you to be single for longer than like a month. <laughs> And I don't, I don't plan it that way either. <laughs> I really don't. It just, it just somehow happens. My rule of thumb is if you're not looking for it, you're going to find it. You but if you're so? looking for it. <laughs> oh yeah. But if you're looking for something, you're not going to find Chad's it. Chad's definitely not opinion. looking because he's found, he's never not found it. You're all, you always, right. I, I couldn't think of the last time you've been single. It's been a while, man. Last time was probably summer of 26. Oh, for a summer. Yep. For a summer. <laughs> well, a spring and a summer, but yeah. Oh no. Um, yeah, but any, anyways, <laughs> a lot of underwear beers um, back then for Chad. I mean, oh for sure. A ton <laughs> Why of does them. no one like me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, um, so but yeah, yeah how, I mean, how is the long distance relationship? I mean, it's tough. You know, it's. Um, Do you send care packages? Are you a care package sender? I, I, does your girlfriend listen to this, by the way? I that's a good question. I'm okay, not really sure. Okay, because I don't sure. want to. I don't want her to be like, yeah. Why don't you send me care packages? Right? Yeah, Jared's <laughs> putting me on blast out here. Goddamn. I feel like I should stop before I like Chad's like, thanks. Now I'm a. Uh, I've been. I've never written so many love letters in my life. Right. 
Um, I mean, I don't send care packages, but I also don't expect her to send me any, you know, because it's expensive sending stuff all the way here. Yeah. Even a small package will run you not even the contents within the package, but the just sending the package alone might be 40, 50 bucks. I shipped something uh, a couple of weeks ago, locally, meaning domestically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to buy a box as well. But like at the end, like I walked out of there paying like, uh, it was a suit that I was returning to for after my sister's wedding. And so it wasn't that mm-hmm. heavy. I mean, and it cost me all after buying the box and the shipping like um, $28 or something like that. Yeah, I believe it. And I was like, what? I was like, get out of here. I was like, this yeah, is it's ridiculous. expensive. So, yeah. So that's why we don't do care packages. Um, a lot of it's really just texting snapchat here and there um facetime Mm -hmm. whatsapp calling stuff like that yeah but you know we have way different schedules and she's uh she works full-time and she um also is going to getting her master's in um public health yeah she's hustling for sure um but you know i gotta give it to her man she's been really supportive through this whole thing um you know she could have just said all right well you know you're moving abroad i'm done you know i mean well, and um, also to date you, I think it's going to come up pretty early in a relationship, even before, probably even before you guys are in some sort of relationship with anyone that's like, oh, this person clearly likes uh, traveling and languages and teaching mm-hmm. and clearly is trying to teach English and teach German. And that, right. that's, that probably leads, to, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I mean, obviously it still requires some sort of communication, but it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy to infer or for you, it to come up that you're looking to uh get out of uh, the u.s at some point like that's a goal and that's a goal in your life and it's been a goal Mm -hmm. for a while well yeah i just love traveling and and living in different places and actually it's funny you mentioned that because i i I shit you not literally on our first date i told her all this there you go (laughs) Uh, you know i just figured you know what you got to be forthright you got to be honest about everything it's it's like it's almost impossible to not even hide it because there's no reason to quote unquote hide it but it's also it's almost impossible to keep that to yourself because it's like it's your life right right absolutely and i had actually just come back from germany um of course like i was back in the states for like a month and then we started dating (laughs) as i just said chad's never single everyone he was back right. from Germany for a month. And, uh, and so, so yeah, but, but you know, it's been good. Um, um, hopefully, if everything works out well, she'll be, she'll be able to come visit me in December, which will be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Does she not have a ticket yet? Not yet. Okay. Nope. Nope. Um, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's all about timing, um, though, because I'm not – I bet you, you could, there's still – it's just all about when you do it. Get mm-hmm. those price alerts. Start gambling. Exactly. That's that's what I told her. So, so yeah, we'll see. But um, it's. I think the thing that's more difficult though, it's not the long distance relationship itself. It's that you know I've noticed that Czech people in a lot of ways are like a lot of other Europeans, where you know they aren't afraid to show a little bit of PDA. So oh, like really? when I was at the music I festival, know that was the European thing, even in Germany. I've, yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think people show some PDA. I don't think they're like, you know, hardcore, like tongue down each other's throat on public transportation right. PDA. <laughs> but I think people, you know, hold hands and will kiss each other in public and things like that. Yeah. Um, PDA makes so that does make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you say seeing all the happy couples makes bums yell a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Fuck you guys. Exactly. You think you're happy? <laughs> exactly. Just wait till but, one of them moves away. 
Exactly. Um, but but the other thing is too. He's is gonna like, leave you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. The the other thing the Sorry. other thing Louis about Tanglitzky. it though too. <laughs> well, if I'm trying, anyways, if you're yelling, he's gonna leave you. <laughs> right. Um, Did you get that? No. The other thing too though is like. Um, in some ways, it's. I think the adjustment has been a little easier being here by myself because I don't have to worry about like if she were to be here with me, I would want to make sure, you know, she was comfortable and she had everything she needed. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, now that I'm just all by myself, like, you know, really at least here physically in the Czech Republic, I'm the only person I'm responsible for. Yeah. Um, it's, whereas yeah. when she comes to visit in December, I'm gonna be, you know feeling very responsible and have to, you know, show her a good time and, and make sure she's, she's happy and healthy, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think she can handle her health, but uh, with the other things I, 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 I agree with, <laughs> she comes back with the, like, I don't know, the bubonic plague. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I hope you had a good time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be rough. We did see the, uh, those beautiful castles. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Priorities. Oh yeah. How, how do how is it with the, your parents? Good. We're we're actually probably going to FaceTime uh, after we're done recording this episode for a little bit. I mean, this is nothing new for my parents. I mean, they've yeah. they've known. I mean, in a lot of ways, they're kind of to blame as well. You know, they were the ones who took me to Germany the first time that made me want to really travel and explore more. It's their fault for expanding your mind and showing you the world. Exactly. Those damn parents. <laughs> no, but thank you, mom and dad, in all realness. Well, yeah, sure. no, I guess that's fair. And, and I mean, this is, this is, they, I mean, this is essentially what they would want to see from you is you doing what you want to do and, and mm-hmm. making money doing it as well. So, oh, yeah. I feel like any parent is, yeah, for yeah, sure. I guess this is the whole point of being a parent is for you to do stuff like that. Right. It was actually funny. My mom, like, texted me on WhatsApp, like, a couple weeks ago. She's like, I'm so proud of you for living your dreams. Wow. I yeah. Was, so. I, I wish I had an awe, but all I have is the uh, gun or the ham horn. <laughs> <laughs> I think either of those would not be appropriate sound drops uh, for that, but that's just uh, me. But yeah, what other questions do you have for me? Um, <clears throat> uh, 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 what, what, do you, what do you think that, I mean, what is it about, uh, living abroad that you think you're getting that you can't get in America? Like, w- like, cause it seems like you have this almost like, like it's, it's, it's a need like that. It seemed like, as I said before, it was inevitable that you were going to end up there. It's not Czech Republic, but somewhere outside of mm-hmm. America at some point soon. What is that? I think it's just, uh, I think it's important for everybody to live with people with, a different background, slightly different opinions and ideas, um, and like kind of like a different lifestyle, you know. Um, and for me, the the Czech Republic was one of the places I, I wanted to pick because um, historically, the Czech Republic has you know a really just interesting past with all the different regimes that were in the Czech Republic. I mean, the Czech Republic itself is only what 23 24 years old it was 93 wasn't it yeah it was 93 yeah so 25 um, years old right and then obviously the languages is a big part of it you know i i would have never probably honestly ever even tried to take up czech had i have not moved here 
Yeah, um, which makes sense. You know, and unfortunately, I mean, there's, you know, really the only people that you'll probably meet who speak Czech are here in the Czech Republic. Like, I've been told by a lot of people, even in this first month I've been here, they're like, why are you trying to learn Czech? Why are you even, and I've heard them say, why are you wasting your time learning Czech? Which to me is a little a bummer. sad. Yeah, it's a little sad and discouraging. Like, like, this is your language. Have some pride. <laughs> right. But I think they also know that. But it is a know, val- I mean, pragmatically, they're making a valid point because it's, right. it's like, it's not like this is some sort of language that's going to ever really be of any use outside of here. Right. But if it's like, you could say, hey, maybe I'm never leaving Czech Republic or. I'm trying to become a polyglot and I make that joke a lot, but like just like you learning Czech Republic or Czech Republic, you learning Czech is probably going to make you a better German speaker and it's probably going to make it easier. Like it's proven that learning other languages makes it easier to like, like the more you learn other languages and the more, you know, makes it easier to retain and learn. So even if, even if you do nothing with it after you leave, it's still a great exercise. Even if you, oh, yeah. even if you forget for it two brain. years later. Right. It's great for your brain, and this definitely will not. Mark my words. Y'all heard it here first. This is definitely not my last time in the Czech Republic. Um, I really love this country. The people here are fantastic. Also, you're, you have nine months before you even have to consider where, where you're going. <laughs> right. Next. You right. just got there. So uh, it's not your last time because you're there right now for the next nine months at least. Right. But even after that time, you know, I'm sure... You know, I, I got to say, man, I feel really at home and really happy here in Komutov. Um, the people are really friendly. It has more of a more of a t- small town or town feel than like, obviously, if you go to a big city like Prague that's what or you're Brno. Used to, right. And that's what I like. And I love the landscape here. Um, for yeah, all our listeners, you can check out our Instagram page for there's plenty of pictures on, on Khom- uh, of Komutov and there's more to come. Um and yeah, I mean, it's just a really nice place. And the funny thing is, is that a lot of Czechs don't come here because there's this stereotype that it's this like ugly industrial area. And uh, not to not to expose all of um, Komotov's secrets, but it's very green and beautiful here. <laughs> Give it about two years and the Untranslatable podcast will be responsible for the biggest tourist boom <laughs> in the Czech Republic since Prague. There you go. And the other thing is, too, like I met some of the other uh, um, people in my organization in Prague and some of them are living in Prague doing research or whatever. And they were talking to me and they asked me and they said, well, am I really going to get the Czech experience in Prague? I felt kind of bad telling them this, but I wanted to be real with them. And I told them, well, not really, because Prague is so metropolitan. Every time I'm in Prague, I hear a ton of English Mm -hmm. um, and a bunch of other languages. Here in Homotov, I'll hear German occasionally, um, Vietnamese, because there is a, a high population of Vietnamese in the Czech Republic due to a communist pact um, from way back in the day. Um, and then otherwise, though, it's all Czech. Okay. Um, and I feel like here, um, you know, I'm not – my experiences here are going to be a lot different than someone who goes to, like, Prague or Berlin or, you know, a big city yes. with a lot of international people, which isn't a bad thing on its own. But, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I mean, there's – if I mean, I you know, we would never fault someone for wanting to go to Prague or Berlin or Paris or whatever. Those are great cities in their own right. But it is tough to uh, really fully immerse into the culture and even really understand the culture, I think. In those cities mm-hmm. where you're, you're, it's it's so multicultural, especially through tourism, right? Uh, that yeah, you're not really getting 
a fair shake. Constantly scared in Czech Republic that someone's going to, or I guess <laughs> Paris too, that someone's, or Berlin as well, that someone's going to pit pocket you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're always, you're like, Ugh, look, look at those air monarchs and those uh, yelling Americans over there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel really safe here in Komutov. I've never felt like I'm going to get pickpocketed. Um, the way I walk to the, the kebab place, though, sometimes like I'll get a kebab at night. And there are like a, a group of a couple homeless dudes that like will sit outside there. And a few times they've like said stuff to me as I'm like either walking to or from the kebab place. But since I don't speak Czech, I don't know what they're saying. I just kind of look at them and keep walking. You don't go. Nuvete Anglitsky. I don't, believe it or not. I don't. No. Excuse me? What was that? Nuvete Anglitsky. Not quite. Is there any? So, you, so I mean, you have, you've had for the entire time that you've, we've been doing this podcast and you've been in the Czech Republic. You've had almost nothing but good things to say about Komotov. Are there any mm-hmm. disappointments or like anything you're like, oh, man, I wish like like Komotov is great, but, you know, it's not some sort of uh, Narnia. Like there's still things that, um, you know, are uh, I wish this or that. Mm, that's a good question. Um, well, I guess the, the one thing that would be nice is um, – there's only a few different like stores here. Um, and so like I, because I only took one suitcase, you can see on our Instagram, like what, what I brought with me. It was a suitcase, a backpack and a traveler and guitar. Chad uh, said he was going to buy nothing while he was abroad. And I quietly to myself, how laughing in my head. <laughs> you, you chuckled. <laughs> like, I know Chad, you, you'd say that like, I've never met you before. Right. And, and then, and then within two weeks, Chad's texting me, consistently asked me whether he should buy a carbon fiber guitar or this other acoustic guitar <laughs> which by the way i just ordered i ordered oh, nice. the acoustic guitar so that oh you did not go carbon shorter. fiber no no it was too expensive right and, and yeah i wanted to get a guitar that was a european brand but anyways that can be a discussion when i get the guitar on the podcast lack of self-control um, we could do for sure um, we'll talk well, about this later but i'm going camping soon and there's a serious lack of lack of self-control there anyway we'll talk about right. that next episode oh for sure i'm not going yet. um but yeah, so so I mean, th- there's only a few clothing stores here. Um, I'd say if I go shopping, I'm probably going to like if I need anything, I'll look here first. But I'll probably end up going to Prague, mm-hmm. because I've been told by a few people here that um, although you might be paying a little bit more money in Prague, usually there's a much bigger selection. Okay. Um, okay. So makes sense. Mm-hmm. And once again, that, a little bit more money. Um, it, relatively speaking, is still m- probably going to be a good price for our American brains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. It's definitely not bad. Mm-hmm. Like I bought a watch here for about twenty bucks. What kind of watch did you buy? I like watches. Um, I, f- I forget the the brand of it. It's it's a brand I've never heard of. Rolex um, GMT. But, <laughs> right. Pepsi um, Dial. No big deal. But it's just just like a metal, you know, titanium colored watch with a black watch face. It's That's nothing cool. fancy. I just got it because. Um, I'm not, you know, in the States, I would just use my phone as a watch mm-hmm. when I was teaching. And here, here, technically speaking, the students aren't supposed to use their phones at all in class. And so it's kind of hypocritical if the teacher is using their phone. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, but otherwise, I mean, really, there's a lot to do here. Um, I've been really impressed. There's actually, I think I found my third place, by the way, Jared. Ah, there's there this, we go. 
for for our listeners out there that that aren't sure what we're talking about, uh, when we did our episode How dare about you settling should in, to all of our episodes, um, right? Um, <laughs> we we discussed, notes. right? We discussed um, having a third place. It's not your place of work or your home. There's this really beautiful park that's maybe a five ten minute walk from my apartment. Um, it's got some really nice benches okay. and it's just really pretty. So I think that might become my third place as long as the weather stays nice. Um, uh, I, I I like I like a good park. There's um I have a couple parks I like going to. One's right down the street. Sometimes I'll go there and I'll kick the ball around with myself. The soccer ball. That's nice. nice. And then um there are other. I mean there are other ones around that I like to go to sit. The only thing I dislike about parks is especially in the city, it is hard to find parks that have benches, like full on not not benches to sit on. Uh, but like benches with table, like park bench kind of bench like with table. Like a picnic table. table. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, yes. I gotcha. And sometimes I like to have that if because sometimes I like to write stuff or I like to, uh, I don't know, eat something maybe. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I'll have to see if this um, if this park has picnic tables. I'm not sure either. Um, but yeah, but really, this place has a lot to offer. You know, I've been going to the hockey games, which I don't know if I'm bad luck or what, but we've lost the two <laughs> hockey games I was at. Um, but we also lost the other away game, so sadly we're zero and three. Are they are they known for being? A, are they a bad team, or is this just not a good start? I think they got uh, this. I think is just a bad start because I think last year they got fourth or fifth in the league. Okay, all right. So it's not too bad. They're not a zero. Um, and, that's not a zero and three team right there. Right. Um, I think it's just a bad, uh, uh, bad start. And actually, one of my students, believe it or not, is on their junior team. Oh, cool. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So wait. Um, so we, you, I, I started by asking about disappointments, and somehow it turned back around to you just praising this area. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of disapp. I mean, I, I will say, and I've even heard Czechs complain about this, about just the, the lack of, a lot of options in some grocery stores, like my, my mentor, um suggested that i go to go to lidl to buy my groceries because it's a lot cheaper there um but i've gone to lidl to tesco and to billa and tesco and billa have a pretty good selection it's not bad but lidl they only carry a couple of brands and so there's not a lot to choose from and i don't know how true this is but i heard this from one of my colleagues that apparently in terms of food quality in the eu the czech republic and poland is the lowest um, and she also mentioned that in the Czech Republic, like, for example, when I was with Jeff in Berlin and we were at H&M, um, we got a bunch of clothes that were like last seasons that were on clearance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently those clothes that are, were last season, they sell here in the Czech Republic for full price. Oh, as like the new stuff. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a colleague who, when she goes to buy any meat products, she actually will drive to Germany because it's, you know, not that far of a drive and she'll buy all of her meat and stuff in Germany because she says it's uh, better quality, I guess. Okay. I'll take her word for it. Right. I mean, yeah, she, she's from here, so I guess she would know. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, I mean, yeah, there's not, not really anything that's been disappointing, um, there's there's some decent pubs here. Um, had some really good pizza the other day. I got two slices, dude, for um, – oh, shoot. I don't remember if it was 30 or 60 crowns. But that's like two bucks, a buck a slice. Yeah, that's not bad at give all. Give or take. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, 
There's quite a few different, like I said, there's there's the hockey arena. There's also like a, they call it the aqua park. It's like a water park that's indoors. I hate water parks, by the way. I fucking hate Well, this parks. one I think is different. It just has like a pool and then like a couple water slides. Okay. It doesn't strike me as like a like a Kalahari or, or whatever that water park is called. You know, Wet and wild. About. Exactly. Um, sea world where they torture uh, whales. <laughs> right. Those were fun. Whales. But yeah, I don't know though. We'll have to do a recap. Um, obviously, not every month, but in a, in a couple of months, and I'm sure by then, there there might be something that maybe has disappointed me. But also, I have to admit. So whenever you move to a new country, um, especially a new culture, um, you experience culture shock, and it, it kind of goes in in phases, right? So right now, technically. Um, I'm still in like the honeymoon phase where everything's great, everything's exciting, everything's nice. You know what I mean? It might be fun to compare this to like an episode a year from now, or I guess not a year from now, eight months from now. You're like, God, I got to get out of this fucking place. These people are the worst. Well, yeah, and that's what happens. It goes from 28, Chad. That's the crazy thing (laughs) is it goes from like being like really enjoying everything and then you hit the low and then you... um, like you said, like you hate everything or everything's frustrating. Um, and then after after that, it's kind of like you, you go up a little bit and then you hit a plateau. And that's kind of just where the acceptance of difference is. But I have to admit, I don't know if you felt this way. And obviously you were in Vienna, um, you know, one semester less than I was. But even the whole time I was there, I felt like I was in the honeymoon stage. Yeah. You uh, yeah, but I was there for a shorter amount of time than you. And also, I think it's a little different when uh, we're surrounded by classmates and there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And it's it just the, the very nature of a study abroad in itself is, I mean, this is, this is, it's like it's fun. But here, like, here I think you're living a real life. I mean, you go to work, you pay bills, you, right. you, don't, you don't have, like, you're not going to parties with, uh, you know, kids from other schools around America or, or right. it's, it's just a different feeling. And so it, it, mm-hmm. it, the study abroad situation, even though you were there for a year, I mean, you essentially, the majority of people after the first semester was, was new people. And so it's, it's, you're, you kind of, that honeymoon phase can kind of start over when you're making new friends again. Right. Yeah, that's true. The one thing though, too, that, that has been a little strange is like, once I'm done teaching, a lot of times in the afternoon, I don't have any plans. Yeah. So so on the one hand, it's great because I can do whatever, which usually leads to me taking a nap. Um, <laughs> but um, but like, why we have the, uh, this is why we have two-hour podcast, everyone. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but Chad's like, like, please I don't, don't leave me. <laughs> I don't want to. Exactly. Um, I don't like I want to spend time with my students, but I also don't want to A, like impose upon them. And their regular lives to the point where it's like that sounds so unlike you, and I'm serious. Really? That was not a that was not sarcasm. Okay, why is that? I don't know. You just seem very uh, imposing. Like, no, not in a negative way though. <laughs> I, I I guess yes, but not in a negative way. You just seem very good at at um, putting yourself out there and and put making yourself available as a friend, especially okay. to to uh, new people. I feel like I you're like very that. good at that. That's a that's a good way to put it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like Thanks, I mean, you've been going to hockey games with this fucking guy. You went to uh, um, <laughs> I really don't like this guy for some reason. He's <laughs> a great guy. If you <laughs> met him, you'd really like him. You went to um the in Prague when you went to the 
opera, you went with some dude. Like you're just very good at at and you you and a freaking choir with a bunch of old people. Right. Well, well, I have to. The choir I have to say with the with the uh, <laughs> yes, no, they didn't kick me out, not yet. Um, but uh, the actually the national theater, the opera I went to, that was with other English teachers. Okay. So it wasn't just some random dude. It's my buddy. Um, shout out to my homie David. He's awesome. Well, how do you know him? How do you meet him? He's he's also another teacher in my organization. Oh, so you haven't you didn't know him before you moved to the Czech Republic? No, uh-uh. okay. he was actually my roommate in the hotel. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because our cool. last names start with the same letter and they're pretty close. So I think that's how. Oh, we it's got. alphabetical. Yeah, but it was yeah it was uh he's such a cool dude and we we just clicked you know from from the moment on and he studied abroad in russia so he had lots of crazy stories to tell me let me let me oh i can imagine does he speak russian oh yeah yeah he speaks cool from well i I have no idea how to gauge how good it is but to me it seems (laughs) like it's pretty good yeah for all we know it could be like me complimenting you on your check (laughs) right exactly exactly but yeah so it's been a good month though but i'm definitely still in the honeymoon stage or honeymoon phase whatever the right terminology is yeah um, and I've also been lucky. I'm going to, I'm going to knock on my wooden uh, chair over here. Um, knock on wood that most things here have gone fairly smoothly. I mean, there hasn't been any big issues yet. Um, you know, I've been able to pay my bills. No problem. Um, it is a little strange though. So the banking system here, um, whenever you buy something or well, if you buy something online or you pay a bill online, you have to you get a text message from your bank, and you have to type in the code they send you to verify it's you purchasing that thing. Yeah, I have to do that when I pay my rent because I do it through like a wire transfer on and my okay. through my bank, and mm-hmm. they send you a text and then you put that that number into the thing. Right. So so that's been a little interesting. And then the other weird thing is here for your bank, you have two PIN numbers. You have a five digit PIN to get into your account and then if you want to take money out of the atm you have a different pin number that's really? a four digit wow yeah that's uh that's secure is it right? i mean i guess it is probably secure it is also and seems what's, like what's more funny though is i didn't what's funny though is i didn't know that and so the couple times i went to the atm it wouldn't dispense any money because i kept entering in my five digit pin yeah and i didn't realize there were two different pin numbers and, and nobody ever told me in the bank dispatch you back a, a uh, shredded debit transaction card. denied <laughs> ate your card right so yeah but it's it's been been a good month so far um i will say i am a little disappointed in myself that i haven't learned more check um, you got to cut yourself some slack on that i think yeah yeah maybe it's also been a while since you've learned a language from scratch i don't think you realize how hard it is it's I do realize it's tough. <laughs> well, you're being hard on yourself by saying you're disappointed, like disappointed. Right. So I'd say maybe you don't. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Just or for me, just... it's it's a whole different process here because like, like I think we mentioned in the last episode about how sometimes like I'll go out in public and I'll like have a set like a couple of phrases that I want to use so I can speak to the cashier and check or whatever. Yeah. And then they say something to me back really fast and check. And I'm just like, uh, exactly. So, so yeah, but I can't complain. I really have to thank all of, uh, all of the, the wonderful people I've met here so far. They've made my adjustment a lot easier. Um, also shout out to you, Jared, and also my friends and my family and my girlfriend for, 
Um, also being a good support net. I think that's important whenever you spend any amount of time abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's been pretty solid, man. Um, like I said, don't really have too many negative things to say as of yet, but how, how like much, you said, give it, give it a couple months and we'll see. How much time do you spend thinking about, uh, where you're going to travel next? I mean, besides for Polyglot Clown, are you actually going to Polyglot Con? Cause I, I want to, I tweeted yeah, I want Polyglot to. Clown. They, they liked it. <laughs> right. Um, um, I think they, no, they, it'd be great. Email us um, and say they want us to be the headliner of it. So you're, we're going to do a live podcast, right. uh, fly so you out. That. That'd be crazy. No, I do want to go. Um, and I think it'd be a really good, uh, opportunity to meet a lot of, um, really interesting people and so, hopefully get us some good interviews. Other than that, have you thought about, uh, like places you want to travel to a little bit? So, um, I actually have next Friday off. And so I've been talking to a couple of my um, English teaching uh, colleagues and we may go. I have a feeling because I'm close to Germany, I'm going to be going to Germany a lot. But um, I want to go to what? It's going to be your safe haven. I mean, yeah. And (laughs) right. I can understand (laughs) what's going on around me. Basically. Yeah. Um, And you know how much I love speaking German. It's just a lot of fun for me. Um, Yeah, it's great. And uh so we might be going to Dresden and Berlin, possibly. On my list, though, I really want to go to Poland. Okay. Uh, go to go to Warsaw um, or Have Krakow. Have you been to Poland before? Never. Okay. So Poland would be cool. Um, Hungary's on my list. I'd love to go see Budapest. Mm-hmm. All I'm That'd be all really I'm nice. is on the road again. That's all I can. That's all really while I'm That's at, all you're I'm hearing, at, right? Putting you on the spot. Um, so later when we talk about podcast off of the mic, I'll be like, hey, you mentioned you're going to do all those on the road again. Bring your mic with you when you go to right? Poland. No kidding. <laughs> um, the other places too, um, I mean, obviously I'm, I know I'm going to go back to Austria mm-hmm. um, at some point. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure just yet. I also... Have, I also don't want to do too much traveling because, I mean, it can be expensive over time, you know? Right, of course. Have you thought about, like, um, I, I, maybe not a budget, but maybe even, like, a time budget? Like, uh, I'm going to at least try to go somewhere once a month, or I'm going to get out of the country every other month or something like that. Probably, realistically, I'd say every other month, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, unl- unless we're talking Germany, because, I mean, I'm... I'm Hop, like skipping 30, a jump. 30, exactly. I'm like 30 minutes from the border. If that's a good way to get a, a bus ticket and some free champagne too. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. That's the other thing though. I have to spend some time, time thinking about is yeah. Where and when I want to go places because I have these, you know, these nine months, uh, in front of me. Um, I also want to see if my school is doing it. Like sometimes they'll do ski trips in like Switzerland or they'll go to France or, or whatever. So I also want to see where my school might be going and accompany them on a school trip. Um, but yeah, and if you got any, if you hear of any cool things going on in Europe, Jared, you better let me know. Just like okay. Polyglot.com. I'm, I'm keeping an eye out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, use you for our podcast as much as I can. Right. Hey, Chad, go here. This looks like fun. I mean, the first weekend you were there, I did throw out the, uh, the uh, that music festival. I was like, I know you got there yesterday. But there's currently a music <laughs> festival happening right now, like three hours away from you. Right. Yeah, it was on the other side of the Czech Republic. Yeah. That, Think that about it. You'll you'll have a three you'll have a four hour bus ride, but you'll also get a shiatsu massage on that bus. What? <laughs> right. What's also crazy though is I'm I'm actually um, considering, depending on how the timing will work, I might actually stay here um, a little longer so I can go to that festival. 
Oh, cool. Because nice. it's in the summer, so we'll see. That would um, be, yeah, like, I guess two months after you leave. Right. But what's also crazy is in the Czech Republic, or after they have... Work is over, excuse me, not after you right. leave. Right. Um, they have over 100, I believe, UNESCO sites yeah. around the Czech Republic. Which, I mentioned that, yeah, that I, they have one of the highest concentration of UNESCO uh, heritage mm-hmm. sites or whatever they call them. So it'd be really cool to check a lot of those out. Um, Some great uh, Instagram content right there. Right? No kidding. Yeah. That I was talking to this one Czech guy, and he said it'd take you longer than ten months to go check out all of those UNESCO sites, which I'm sure he's right. Yeah, cause, yeah, I'm sure they're not in, like, they're most of them are not in major areas or popular areas. They're probably have to go out and and go to like a bunch of small towns. Right, right. You got to take the buses, but I have been really impressed with the bus system here. Um, uh, really local or around. local or for travel, like uh, both. Okay. Both have been really they're, good. They're so far. they're local. I mean, I guess you've never you've had you barely take the public transportation, like the local public transportation. Well, right, because I don't need to get to like the the surrounding villages, nor do I need a bus to get to like a grocery store. Right. So right. yeah, I've been walking and, and biking most places. It's been great. Yeah. Your caps probably look great. And my buns, dude, my buns and thighs. Easy there, Chad. You're uh... slipping on gator piss. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to use that to. drop. I had to. Nice, very nice. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's a quick little recap of uh, my first month in the Czech Republic. I don't think anyone would call that quick, but okay. Not really, uh, but you know, <laughs> we could have gone longer too. I'm sure. But I have to thank uh, thank my amazing co-host Jared for. Uh, keeping me sane during this first month uh, while I've been here in the Czech Republic. Oh, wow. And uh, Funny, because I've been going crazy since you've been gone. Right. Well, since you've been gone. Well, one of, us, one of us has to keep it together. <laughs> That's for sure. So people are stealing stuff out of my car. Exactly. Uh, going on I probably would have, honestly, man, would have lost my shit if somebody broke into my car. Yeah, as I said before, I was, I mean, once again, they didn't, like they didn't really take any th- like they took stuff that i mean i would rather have it now but it right. wasn't a huge loss right and like first of all i, I like if they restore that i'm not even sure that ipod will last another like restore like it works but it, only the music it works on it like you can't open oh, other things in there and it's like um so yeah i mean whatever but like yeah i, I was shocked at how like calm i was about it like i mean okay i guess i this is what I get for leaving my door unlocked like an idiot. Right. I know that this could happen. Yeah, that's true. And now I'm just going to stand at my window uh, most nights with a wrench in my hand, waiting. There with you my go. door actually ajar, just uh, like, bring it. Right. Easy. <laughs> like, I, I'm just gonna <laughs> and then I'm just going to kick the door open and be like, hey, slipping on gator piss. Back away from that <laughs> car there, boy. Right. <laughs> One more step and you'll be slipping on gator piss. That's right. That's right. You better watch out. All our, all those people out there. I don't know if these uh, people are listening to the Untranslatable podcast. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. <laughs> but they, they don't know what's coming to them. Well, Jared, you know, in the uh, uh, well related to staying calm, I think uh, I think our song of the pod this week could definitely keep you nice and calm. Yes, I and our, mm-hmm. I, I challenged you recently with uh, finding a Czech song that I did not think was terrible. And it turns right. out the one you did find before might not even have been checked. So, yeah. But uh, right. <laughs> I listened to the song and I thought it was great. But tell us about it because this goes with your whole um, trip to the music festival. Exactly. So, well, first and foremost, the name of the song is called 
vibrace, which means vibration in Czech. Um, and it's by uh, Mr. Coco Man and the Solid Vibes. And they are a Czech no, no, reggae no, no, group. No, 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 What? It's not the Solid Vibes. Yeah. It's a Solid Vibes. No, that's Czech for and, my man. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, for I you literally thought to check right now. I literally thought that the name of either uh, the, the name of the group was called A Solid Vibes, and I was like, uh-uh. that is hilarious. No. Uh, got okay. the got the yeah. Bummed. Sorry, yeah, sorry to. Is it pronounced A or Ah? Ah. Oh, A, a Solid, solid vibes. vibes. Oh, damn it. Yep. I wrote and it so, down and highlighted it on my notes. Just mention that. <laughs> like, I really wanted to mention that. Right. Yeah. Right, no. Anyway, it just means going. and. Um, uh-huh. I I also got lazy on our notes and wrote uh solid vibes because it's quicker than writing. And oh yeah, you wrote me it those too. Two letters. Yeah. I didn't um, see that. But yeah, and and uh, vibrace is it's just a great song. It's got kind of what your staple reggae or even Scottish music has. It's got a lot of like horns. I'd say closer to ska than reggae. Right. But. The reason why I chose this song, and actually they didn't play this song, unfortunately, um, at the concert. They play a lot of other good songs, but because they didn't announce the names of the songs before they played them, I didn't know what they were called. So ah, right. So I just kind of looked around and tried to find... Uh, Jared can have some picky musical taste sometimes, so I had to <laughs> had to come with the with the Czech reggae and fire. I, and, I, and I've learned, uh, being the one that edits this podcast, sometimes after I go back and edit it, I realized like, wow, I just straight up said I don't like that song. <laughs> like I thought, I noticed that when uh, Jeff's song was, there, I was like, yeah, I don't like it. But uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, also, what am I gonna do? Pretend to like it? What's the point of that? This is right. my own space. This is the only space I have to say whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. You gotta <clears throat> be real. And I think our I think our audience appreciates that. And know? I'm fair you about it. I don't just shit on a song. Like it's not. It's I have. I, I at least try to back it up. Right. It's not like France where you just shit on it for no that, reason. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> Italy and Britain too, to be fair. And right. um, I actually did like the song very much. They're, uh, they had great singing voices, good harmonies. They had a lot mm-hmm. of good harmonies going on. And also, as we mentioned a little earlier, like the way that a lot of the songs ended, like a lot of songs end with those role, like those R roles. Mm-hmm. And it's a great kind of uh, exclamation at the end of a song. And it kind of tops off like the uh, the end of his a line pretty well, right? And and I would not have thought that Czech lends itself to reggae or ska music, but it really does. And when I saw these guys live, Jared, um, he he was literally just kind of freestyling in Czech before the band even really started to play. And okay. then he'd like say something, and then the horns would hit or something, and then the band would play. Oh, so it was so he really was, cool. Uh, He's a performer. Oh, he is. Okay, he is. Uh, And they're Coco Man. Yeah, I, I, I doesn't seem like they, um, like they seems like they uh, aren't as as well known as I thought they were. I mean, not that they're unknown, but they, uh, they've got some some growing to do. I mean, but that's what the Untranslatable podcast is for. Right. Well, they have twenty three thousand subscribers on their YouTube channel. Right. Yeah, it's not terrible. That's That's pretty good. They're they're Um, known. I'm not I'm not saying they're like like they're not out there doing it but um i i was i was um i was more shocked just not shocked but more just uh interested in comparison to seeing what kind of uh bands they brought to the um the festival thing that you went to i have to say each band that performed besides the first band um the first band was just kind of more pop like 
Ed Sheeran-y type of pop music, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas everything else was like super like danceable music. Okay. Um, there was another good group there called the Fast Food Orchestra. They were fantastic. Apparently Chad dances. Okay. Uh, I, I do. I busted a move or two. I'll admit it. <laughs> Granted, I had a couple of Pivo in my system with mm-hmm. the fancy fancy cup and handle, uh, so that helped uh, get the moves going. You but uh, uh, right, but yeah, so but yeah, Coco Man is great, and um, yeah, check out Vibrace on our uh, Twitter feed. We'll have it posted when this episode drops. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome song. If you like reggae music, check out all of his stuff. You can find him on YouTube, actually under Coco Jammin. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, sadly, I don't know what all the words in the song mean, so there's not really a lot I can talk about in terms of what the words mean. And that's another thing I was also going to mention, too. What made me think that is that you can't really find lyrics for, for the song. Mm-mm. You can for some of his songs, actually. Oh, but um, they're probably not translated. Well, then you use Google Chrome and you do yeah, that translate like option, that but for, it's not super I don't accurate. like doing that for songs, though. Because right. I feel like sometimes for songs, it's a little too literal with their translations. Oh, I prefer if someone actually translates it so they can actually. Right. Yeah, I would uh, agree. Make the vibe of the song a little clearer. Mm -hmm. Right. And the other cool thing about um, the the Mr. Coco Man group um, when they performed is the the keyboard guy had like three keyboards. So like one or two, I'm sure, were like synths. One Mm -hmm. was a regular keyboard. And they were just great to see live. And they do uh, perform at a lot of different festivals in the Czech Republic. Um, so if you happen to be in the Czech the, Republic, uh, check them out. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll see them at the one in uh, August. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Coco Jam, and I like that. I I enjoyed that song a lot. Yeah, it's fantastic. Who would have known that Czech um, sounds so good with uh, with e- reggae? But it and works. even even when it's it's yeah, as I was, even when it's stuff like reggae or ska, you know, whatever, it's somewhere in between mm-hmm. there. Uh, like it's it's so just the be, it being a uh, language that that i know nothing about it like it's it it i i automatically think like man they really put their own crazy spin on this song like this mm-hmm. super unique spin where it's like maybe not maybe it's just that's i mean it, maybe it's just that's because it's a language you've never heard before right but at least as a novice hearing the language I'm like man even though I, this is a uh genre that i'm familiar with like this this is like they put their own spin on it. like this is a whole new look at a uh, reggae or ska Oh, definitely. Well, the other thing, too, with any music in a foreign language, uh, language, sorry, kind of like our song of the pod last week, I didn't know a lot of it, but I think when you don't actually know the meaning of it, you listen more to the actual sounds of the language. Yeah. So I think that also makes it in itself a little bit more unique, um, which is why I really enjoy listening to them. And they were great live. And they were, and the cool thing was, like we mentioned, like he was able to rhyme a lot of words, and the inflection in Czech is a little different as well. And like Jared said, with the rrr, the rolled R sound, it sounds really cool as well. Um, so yeah, so check that out. Um, um, Coco Man, a solid vibes um, on their YouTube channel or on our Twitter, Untranslatable One, um, and we will have that up for you once this episode drops. And we hope mm-hmm. you all enjoy. And speaking of Czech words, Jared, I think it's time uh, for me to share a phrase I learned at the music festival. I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, so the phrase is uh, mam opitsi. And opitsi means monkey. And mom means uh, have or to have. In this case, it's actually I have. So it's I have a monkey. 
Okay. Mám opici. And do you, I think I may have told you what this means. Yeah, you're, I thought you were going to ask me, do I know what it is? And there is a slight second in my head where it's like, am I going to lie and just play it off and be a professional podcaster? You can tell our audience. You're good. Uh, well, Chad told me what I meant the other day. But he didn't tell me the Czech word. He just told me what it meant, what the what what the translation is, mm-hmm. and um, it is uh, to have a monkey means to have a hangover, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that might have been me a little bit this morning. Um, yeah, spent a little too much time at that uh, concert. Uh, slipping on gator piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, also, like you know, that. I think about. I feel like that could also be used to be like I was hammered. Oh, it for sure could be. I was slipping uh, on gator piss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And the, and the thing is, though, is like a lot of Czech people, like they, they can drink. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, beer culture. They're, they're right. the home of Pilsner. Exactly. So, Speaking so of what, yeah, but it was is coming up soon, too. It's actually already happening right oh, now, by the way. September. Okay. It starts in late September and ends in early October. But uh, okay. But yeah. But anyways, the whole reason why I learned this word was there was a one of the songs, and I tried to find the song online and I couldn't find it. Um, but there's a song where he rhymes a bunch of words with the C I ending, so opici, so C. Oh, oh right. Uh huh. Because a C is a tse in okay. Czech. Um, and so so he rhymed like I think the word for tradition is something like um. Tradice, not si, but se. Right. Um, this one, I guess it's opitsi, but um, he would somehow rhyme se and some of them were uh, si okay. um, and something like this. And, and then one of the lines he said was mom opitsi. Okay. Um, um, or sorry, mom opitsi. Um, and so the, the couple Czech people that I were with there, they were kind of laughing and, I, and then they thankfully explained it to me. They said, yeah, I have a monkey just means that you're, you're hung over. Hmm. So very fascinating. That's for sure. Yeah, we could probably do a whole episode on how other culture, what other cultures call hangover. <laughs> we should actually. I was actually going to bring that up with you after the episode, but I think we should. Hangovers, <laughs> right? Um, well, Jared, let's get a little silly. Uh, yes. I got a couple, got a couple jokes for you. Um, they're not my greatest. Um, they're All not right, originals on, either, but right. they are what they are. So listen, here we go, Jared. Listen, never start a segment by saying it's not. These aren't the greatest. <laughs> All right, sorry. These Podcasting are the greatest. 101. Don't introduce a new seg- a new segment by saying these suck. <laughs> All right, so these are the We're trying to bring the, the listeners in. We're trying to keep their attention. That's true. You've never heard jokes so fucking funny in your life. You should be that's, sending that's us right. millions just for these jokes alone. Can I pay you to come to the Czech Republic and just be my hype man? <laughs> yeah, I think we can make that happen. Because that would be amazing. Um, all right, Jared. So my first joke for you. What does a clock do when it's hungry? I, I mean, somewhere in this joke is going to be the wor- tick or talk. Nope. Oh. It turns you ready? The, turns the time to lunchtime. <laughs> that would no, be no, a no. good one. But uh, what does a clock do when it's hungry? It goes back for seconds. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Little Jaius there, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think that's... That's really the most appropriate way to. That's the that's most fair word. All right, Jared. What do cows tell each other at bedtime? Move over. Nope. Oh, I thought I had that one. That's a good one. Maybe even better than the punchline, but they tell each other dairy tales. <laughs> no, I like that one better. Right? That's pretty good, right? <laughs> I like that one. 
All right. And my last joke for you uh, for this episode, Jared, is what is American's favorite pop or what is America's favorite soda? Arrogance Cola. No, Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that one was actually a pretty good giant in, its, in itself, too. It's like, oh, that's kind of dumb, but I like it. That's like a good little dad <laughs> joke, you know? Yeah, I like that one. Really, we might need to change the name of the segment to dad jokes of the pod, because that's what the majority of these are, <laughs> if we're being honest. Also, you need to stop underestimating yourself, because I, I, I like that last one. Uh, that one got me a little bit. Nice. We'll have to clip that bad boy later. Um, well, Jared, sadly, it has come to that time where uh, um, our episode is more or less done. But I want to leave our listeners with a solid quote to sum up our episode. Um, and it is by a very famous philosopher by the last name of Kierkegaard. Maybe you've heard of him. Many Sorry, I hit the wrong one. Who <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I hit it, it one more time, quote. Jared. Hit it one more time. Who There we go. Kierkegaard is is our uh philosopher for today and the quote is life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forwards so now i'm hoping to take these uh this month under my belt and learn from it and use it so i can live even more forwards if that makes sense we've we've talked a good bit about living in the moment as well Mm -hmm. and uh it's like yeah don't don't obsess too much over everything uh you're in a new country god damn it enjoy it right absolutely you gotta enjoy every second while you can so everybody remember out there uh life can only be understood backwards but you gotta live it forwards Uh, and on that note i would like to thank all of our amazing listeners out there also thank you all for checking out our facebook uh instagram and twitter pages Please shoot us an email at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Send us some of your own untranslatables um, or really whatever the hell is on your mind. We'd love to hear from you. Um, You can also find us on Twitter at untranslatable1 and at Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. Also, our Facebook page, which has now been up for a few days. You can check that out um, at the handle untranslatablepodcast. Is it a week? Oh, nice. All right, well, shout out to that one week mark for our Facebook page. I've been posting some crazy memes on there, um, so take a look if you enjoy memes. And we appreciate all of you as our listeners, and we are looking forward to chatting with you next time.